Hi, and welcome to the 90th episode of Keen Minds, where we cover NBC's The Blacklist. This is Season 7, Episode 5, Norman Devane. I'm Jen, a.k.a. Takata Cycle. And I'm Tessa. And I'm hearing that the episode left you warm, just not even hot or cold. Yeah, I mean, it, it was alright. It was... I mean, I'm uncomfortable with giving disease. I mean, the guy gave me the creeps, which is... Oh my god. You know, I mean, that's that's a good thing. That's not a, you know, a knock towards... I mean, he was creepy as all get out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say that he ranks out there with the people willing to exterminate human life and leaving themselves with the modern Adam and Eve. Yep. Uh, I don't even want to think how that would have worked with their descendants because it would have to be basically all incest related, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> he was creepy. I mean, doing all this because one day he might get a flesh-eating bacteria, I guess, you know, crazy people are bad, but intelligent crazy people are very scary. When they finally just lose it, it's that thin line between genius and insanity, and it was, which is funny, because one of the notes, I have very few notes this week, so we may be, or I may be all over the place, who knows, mm. but one of the few notes I have was I liked uh, Dembe and Red's at the same time answered they had Dembe said he's an assassin and Red's uh, Red's was he's a genius mm. and so I mean it, it goes to show the focus of either man mm -hmm. on uh, on how they view humanity and we've are, we've known for a long time that but Dembe at the and same Red time have... Red is the same one that is going to Dembe may say you know he's evil but Red is the guy who shoots him so you know, there is there is that thing with Red. He may admire somebody for their brain. Does it mean that, hey, you know, you're genius. You're also evil giving kids diseases. So, um, I, yeah. I think if you start experimenting on kids, that, that kills it on Red's. <laughs> Which, yeah, as well I mean, it, it should. As well it should. Yeah. I mean, that that was, you know, you, you, you couldn't find yourself maybe some guys who serving 150 years because they are child molesters to experiment on. I'll no. be all on board for that. No, uh, he wanted to go but, for the kids. Yeah, kids. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go for somebody just like you, you should go for that. I mean, at least the, the, the guys with 150 years for multiple murders closely go with somebody who helped uh, somebody gas their own people. I, I think that he went for the children because he found his in there. Because he saved the, the headmaster's son's life. And so he had someone to twist the arm of to get those kids. And he probably was just panicking of having to touch somebody else. Because at oh, least yeah. a kid, he well, could I mean, murder us. He, he was all sorts of nuts. I mean, yeah. I, I really liked that beginning sequence there when he leaves because he gets that look and you're sitting there going, what's going on with this guy? Why has why yeah. he got the funny look The way they on? did the camera work was very good. I oh, liked that. It, it was impressive, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. They've got... And, and I, I suppose that comes down to their directors that they use. I don't know... I don't follow directors very closely, so I'm not sure... Um, but but there have been several times that I've seen sequences like that, and I'm just like, that's just really well done. It's really way, well laid out, and this one was one of those. It, and coupled with the music. Mm -hmm. was, yeah, that, it was... That, I, I love the episode. For me, it worked very well. Um, 
I I was very pleased with the two lines. You know, the red, the stranger, and Dembe, um, the little uh, sight with with uh, Aram, and 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 then uh, the blacklister. So I, I thought I loved all of it. I thought the the it moved fast. It was it was entertaining. It was grabbing, um, and it 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 told out quite a bit of mythology too. Yeah, I think so. I mean, with with uh, Mr. Bloom, as we mm-hmm. shall call him, apparently, um, I have a feeling like that is not the name he was born under. No, but... I don't think that there are many people who use the name they're born under, especially not connected to Red. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, the interesting thing is that I have actually changed. I, I had a pretty frustrated opinion with something having to do with a rom and. Elodie, is that her name? Elodie? I've never heard that name before. I didn't even know that. I don't know. It sounds like a medieval name, actually. Yeah, maybe it's just like they really went back there. It's an interesting name, but I didn't look it up. Yeah. I'm sure that it means um, all kind of fun things. Yeah. I'm not overly fond of the character, so (laughs) I will... uh... I think she's great. Uh, okay, so do we want to start in on Ram? Let's just jump yeah, in. Yeah, let's this. go on a Ram, because Ram so, is, here it is a Ram, again, going with this bad taste in chicks. I mean, hello, mister, you're just heading for disaster, one way or another. So, I mean, everybody knows my opinions on the whole a Ram dating a married woman thing and one of the things that i really disliked about it was how how okay everybody seems to be with this they're just happy he's sleeping with somebody i'm like there need to be boundaries folks it's i have come to the conclusion that nobody on the task force is ever allowed to give dating advice ever again not liz not wrestler not abram nobody maybe cooper maybe but that's it because I don't think well, Cooper meant, hey, go hop into bed with the married woman whose husband is a quadriplegic. I don't think that's well, where he was going whose for. Whose husband is a quadriplegic because he thought to get I into know. that. I, you know, we, we've had this argument. I'm not. I, I don't know that he's quadriplegic as much as he has no idea what's going on. I think that he's one step above vegetable. Hmm. I mean, I, there was, like, nothing they, on, the, they, on the eyes. Uh, see, I disagree with you. I think there was a lot on the eyes, especially the first episode we saw him in. Anyway, regardless, you and I can argue about that till you know, kingdom come. That's I really prefer not to because I'll just get angry again. <laughs> but don't get angry. I don't want to be angry. I've already had a frustrating afternoon. So... Um, the interesting but, but thing was, with this well, is that you're, everybody seems happy. So that also tells you how... I mean, Aram started telling, you know, that they wrestler wanted to get him to date. So he put him in a dating side without him knowing and then started vetting them and found. And now they're both playing video games um, because they're not dating anybody because nobody is as they seem to be. So Aram found this woman and now they're, you know, everybody's just like, hey, at least you're, you know, you're dating somebody. And maybe that just tells you the level of which Aram had been like on his own thing that everybody's just happy that he's you know not inside himself yeah um, and maybe but it, it was interesting because oh no no go ahead sorry do you do you think that because there he goes and I know that the episode is talking about you know fate and things that don't go the way and things are always like some things happen just because they're supposed to happen but 
here comes uh, Elodie, or I don't even know how you pronounce that name. I think Elodie. Elodie. And that takes him to a wedding, which is the goddaughters of Mr. Bloom. And she takes the tags of Mr. Bloom, but tells Saram that they're on the on the on the groom side. Hello, Mr. Bloom said that it was the goddaughter's wedding, and he said, and she said that the tags she picked up are from the groom's side. Hmm, is that? That's a really good point. Uh, so yeah. I was actually this is what I was thinking of when I said that I've kind of done a one eighty on something having to do with a rom. When I watched it, the, I've watched it twice now, and both times through I was really frustrated because it felt like, it, it felt like too much of a coincidence. I know this is, this talks a lot about fate, about things happening for a reason, but this also isn't a fantasy show. It's, there's, there's a line between stuff that happens and just so coincidental that it's, it's kind of a cheap trick in the writing and that's mm. i'm sitting there i was really frustrated because you know how i feel about this writing team i think there's a lot of talent there i cheap tricks are below them and mm. so I, I was really frustrated with it and it was whimsy in something on tumblr that uh made a comment and i went oh my gosh you're right i i think you may be onto something she called her uh janet 2.0 and that that Aram's been targeted again, and the you know that she she knew exactly what she was doing, and honestly, for me, that's that's the only way this is gonna make sense because the number of things that would have had to have fallen into place for in all of Washington D.C. in assuming they're in D.C. or surrounding areas in. The metropolis that is DC, they're gonna just randomly show up to a wedding that they weren't invited to, happen to pick up those tags when he had just decided to go and and invite the guy. And that's in Aram, who's on the task force, gets that information. If that wasn't if there wasn't someone moving behind the background there, whether it was Elodie, whether it's someone using her for something, I, I'm starting to think it's that Elodie is, you know, that, that there's something <laughs> something very Janet-ish about her, or Elise, mm -hmm. or whoever would want to call her. Um, I, I, I'm with Whimsy on that. I think there is something going on there because there's otherwise way too many coincidences. It doesn't fit with the world that they've built for the last six and a yeah. half years. It, I mean, it, it certainly feels like that. And it feels like red wanted to prevent the stranger from doing so, um, from getting that information. So I would He's not be surprised. Well, yeah, no. So th that he got the information he gave Aram the other information about finding Matsuda, Masuda, but he didn't give the information about um, about uh, Birdie. So I find it interesting that if what would happen, and I and I think I you know it's very rare in the show that I cannot form an opinion. 
Usually I I got strong feelings about it, but this episode and the last few things that have happened, including Liz with the mom, and I watched today. I didn't do like a full rewatch, like the whole episode as it as it aired, but I rewatched a lot of scenes from this episode and like all in this order and from episodes before. And I am, I mean, I'm getting this feeling that Liz knows exactly what she's doing with the the woman uh, across the hall that there was there's something in maybe not when Eloy when Elodie got involved with Aram but certainly about this occasion and I think that Red wanted somebody on his team to get that information because if it had been I mean she wasn't she left his side so that seems to me that she was creating a an opportunity for somebody to approach him it it just seems you know that and also that that bloom was late because red was dropping him at his house and so a little later so the the wedding might not even be in the area where they're i don't know where they where they are but certainly it seems too many coincidences in this episode um, you get on the red side that we will talk about it. We get that weird shooting. Now Red, instead of giving them, now he supposedly doesn't have that information, but he gives uh, Frank Bloom the other information about finding Masuda. It just feels maybe well, Red doesn't trust him. I was going to say, Frank made the comment. I'm just going to call him Frank from here on. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Good old Frank. We'll call him Frank. Um, he made the call. look like a Frank. He does but, not. Yeah. No. But until I get another name, that or Bloom. Um, but he made the comment in the plane when Red was talking about fate and such. He said, "Yeah, try saying that to someone that that doesn't know you as well. You never leave anything up to fate." And that. Well, that's not entirely accurate because I mean he does get caught unawares at times. I mean he's human. His plans do not always go step for step every time. But a consistency with Red is how well he lays the pieces out mm-hmm. for things to work out in his favor. He doesn't just leave it up to fate. And so that would make a whole lot more sense if Elodie was one of his. If I mean, because. Or just like pay to. Like, you know what? Yeah. Get around, call him, invite him to the wedding, and make sure that you get the bloom tax. I'll delay the guy. And and that's it. So it, it felt to me um, that there was something going on in that area. And also, is Aram who Red trusts. But it goes with all this. I mean, it's like it, these people can't find a single person to date that is not either an actor that does. You know, it's like not shady people. They all die because I mean, now I'm starting to wonder what was going on with Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they had to kill her is because she was too normal. <laughs> yeah, Audrey. if you're normal, you won't survive. Poor Audrey. Well, I mean, I made the comment for years. I said that if Tom really had just been a third grade teacher. Third or fourth, it, it switched. He yeah, would have he, died a lot, a lot really, before. He really would have just died in the pilot and been done with it. I mean, if he'd been normal. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He couldn't have kept up. I mean, and that's the problem. And Audrey wouldn't have been able to keep up. It's it's the reason she left to begin with was because it was too intense and he was too obsessed with it. And then turn around and it's what got her killed. Yeah. 
Should we do the wrestler now? Or do you have anything more on around? I don't think so. No. How about wrestler? He had very interesting things going on today. I think it was a good just... episode for wrestler. I will. <laughs> I will uh, continue to laugh about his what he's been waiting to say. This is going to be a gas because just the look on his face was so priceless. Well, I found that totally fascinating because to me we're going towards the end i mean mm-hmm. call it this season call it next season this is ending yeah and i find it interesting that wrestler is now saying something that red said for the first time in 102 and that he had wanted to do that while red had finally said something that wrestler says all the time Wrestler is, uh, is saying a line that a criminal said. Red is saying a line that cops are saying. So it feels to me that they have now merged at the center. And it just felt, to me, it felt like it was, um, you know, there is that, that point where you're writing or reading. And you know you're entering the, the denouement phase. You're you're collecting all your your threads mm-hmm. you're starting the ending and and you as a reader as a writer um you can always see when that is coming it's that point where it's like now we're starting and to me that line felt like it i agree with you I, and was I, like, I like the way you put it it just the meeting in the middle yeah. the legal side of it and the illegal side of it and how they've merged because I mean, we, we've just seen the last couple episodes how far wrestlers come from where oh, that was started. Instead of laughing, put the face yeah. in it's like, okay, I'm going to. Well, I mean, season one wrestler would have just argued and argued and argued and argued and argued. This one's just like, I know, I know Even I'm not getting... Even gone and said whatever. So, oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm upsmarting you this time. I'm going with you. Fight and the interesting outcome is now we have three parties coming for three different information and he got the same information that red so now red and the task force are both going at the same information do you think that Russ looked at the file the yeah. medical file oh yeah i do too yeah i mean because he made the comment earlier he said you know uh he said to, to lie to elodie and Liz says you you should start off a relationship by lying he said no i think that lying will salvage the relationship and then turns around and yeah, no, I, I think he yeah. looked at it. I think he knows. Yeah. I, he'll do, he will do with that exactly what he did when he was chasing down Katarina earlier. Hold it from Liz so that she can have her happy moment, which honestly Liz's happy moment right now is she stuffed her face so deep into the sand that she can't see what's going on. Um, and or she's playing a game of her own. Or she's playing a game of her own. Um, but... From wrestler's point of view, it certainly looks like she's stuffing her face in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is that that's why her speech is becoming a little sandy. Her throat <laughs> is a little, yeah, what? yeah. She's she's there, but you know, Red does it too. Yeah. Now, do you think that it was a bad result, or you think that Red is hiding that from the stranger? Uh, I yeah, I do think it's a bad result. I think he's been working to I mean he's been on pills he's been having his blood taken I I don't think he I I think something at least they want us to think it's a bad result yeah that's what I'm thinking 
the way the way wrestler acted, I couldn't tell if he had peaked and saw bad things or good things. I just couldn't tell. This was an episode where I couldn't tell a lot of things. I love them. I love episodes where I don't have a strong reaction and I have to go back. And, and I this goes takes, takes me back to um, over this summer, this rewatch that I, that I rewatch all of Jennifer's scenes. And I after it done them, I'm like, I still don't understand. There is something I'm not seeing. And I'm not easily stumped most of the time when it comes to reading body language. But I knew something was wrong. And sure, I mean, it took me like going back and rewatching them again. This episode has the same feel to it. Like, there is so much going under the surface. There's, we have missing pieces to the puzzle, so we can't get a full picture of it. Yeah. So it will be interesting whether Red then starts looking for this guy or whether he's laying a trap for Frank. Um, but there was, I mean, there was a lot going on. I, I have... am really interested in the whole... And I think once we figure out who Frank Bloom is, we'll get more on that. Because he made the comment at the end of season six when we first met him as the stranger. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, he, he said that he trusted him. And if you remember, I, I said at the time, I said, mm-hmm. the moment mm-hmm. he said that, I don't trust him. And... I, I don't know. I'm actually more fond of him now, I think. I, I am leaning towards him being Ilya. I really... He just looks so much like him. Yeah. Um, well, and, I, and I don't think that Ilya was his actual name either. It could, my, could be, yeah. My feel for him... I mean, let's let's recap what we know of him. Mm-hmm. What do we know of, of Frank Bloom? Uh, we know that Red said that... Told him that he trusted him. Yes. And we that don't he know if he him. actually does. Yeah. I, he loved him because he can trust him. Yeah. Um, that they were young together. Did they say children? When we were children, yes. Yeah. Um, that he is at least aware that Red has a medical situation. That He's retired. Yeah, that he's retired. So that means that he was... We got the impression he was a field operative of some kind because he he was talking about being out there, being in the field with the gun going off and everything happening, that he just, he'd left all that behind. And he was pretty good with a draw. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, yeah. he wasn't bad. And so, <laughs> just, oh. Um, he also know that he, he, Red and his wife are on more than terms. hello terms. Yep. Red is aware that he hasn't been sleeping, that there is a goddaughter wedding. So they seem to be a very familiar relationship with them. Yeah, and I also think that this Linda, the wife, assuming that's the wife, because... It could be a daughter. I mean, he just said Linda. And so the woman that showed up with him at the wedding is definitely the wife, because that was Mrs. Bloom, was the Mm -hmm. tag that they got. Uh... But there's no guarantee <laughs> with the blacklist. If there's not a guarantee, it could be something else. There's no guarantee that Linda is actually his wife. It sounded like it. That it sounded it, like, yeah. That, that is an easy assumption, but you never know. I got a feel for him. Um, 
that that yes, he is that character that we saw in Emilia, but I don't think that that character worked in the Russian embassy. First, there wasn't no Russian embassy in the Cold War. It was an embassy of the USSR. Um, and uh, definitely, if he had been an employee of the Russian embassy, he would not have gone anywhere without at least six or seven agents from a lot of agencies behind, behind, behind him, tailing him and hearing his conversations. The idea that they would have advertised in public address system his name, you know, that is so beyond anything. I mean, there would have been, it would have been so crowded, you wouldn't be able to, to like get his hands on the, yeah. on the, on the, somebody else would have got there before him and said that he was Ilya and get the whatever they were getting. It's totally um, uh, un uncertain. So I, I definitely think that he may be a guy who used that name Ilya. And I think obviously that's the way that that, that Katerina knows her, knows him from across the hall, knows him. Because she was able to say, "Oh, this is the guy who can help me," and he was—he's also able to track people. Yeah, and he's the one that Red's going to right now. I mean, even above Glenn. Mm -hmm. I mean, Glenn's really good at tracking people, but this is a guy that has come out of retirement to find blonde cat mm -hmm. and to find uh, it was the other. No, he's my Frank Masuda. Yeah. So. so we have we have certainly um I got a feel for him. <laughs> I got a feel for him of um State Department or CIA, maybe Navy intelligence. Yeah. I mean definitely a guy in intelligence. Um not necessarily a desk jockey, but could have been. I mean yeah. he was good in the field. Um not. let me let me ask you this. You're a gun person. I'm a gun person. Do you think that shooting was accidental? No. It that was comes hilarious. From a, that, com that comes from it a character point. His whole reaction, everything we know about Red, it's... He is a gun person. He is incredibly talented at the way he handles his weapons. He knew the weapon. It's... He didn't just accidentally fire it off and shoot the he man in the head. He pointed it when he was seeing yes. it. What he was doing was looking at the... And that shot was maybe maybe a foot from, this, from Frank. I think he didn't want this guy to tell more than he did. I agree. I mean, he got what he got, and then when he told... And he got the blood splatter all over Frank so that he had to go wash up and it gave him time to call the task force and give them that information. Yeah. And, and no, I think I, mean, I think it was very well planned and it goes back to what we were talking about Elodie and, and Aram and setting everything up that he doesn't he may say leave the, things the, the chance. They, but he, he doesn't know. And he's very good at not leaving things to chance. So but appearing that things that that's how he gives that impression of being omniscient is yes. because he's so good at creating things that look that they just happen when we know there is a lot of planning behind. Yep. I mean, he's very quick. He's very clever. And I mean, he couldn't have planned on that specific gun and that he was going to go and sit there. Like, I mean, it's not like he had every step planned out, 
but the opportunity presented itself, and there it went. But Dimbe, his reaction with the Raymond, Dimbe knew exactly what he was doing, and that's if nothing else, Dimbe gave it away that Red knew. Yeah, there was also so a lot of shiftiness in the eyes of Frank Bloom, in that in the scene in the plane, in the both scenes of the plane there was, and the, no, I'm sorry, the plane and the car, there was something in the eyes, the way he moved quickly, eyes side to side, which is usually is shiftiness, is something who's somebody who's lying. There's, uh, and then back in the apartment that it wasn't good and that he couldn't sleep. It just felt like, I don't think that he's in cohorts with Katerina, with blonde Katerina. I don't think he's at all. I think this is, he's covering some other bases. I don't know what he's doing. I have no idea. I love it. I love it when I'm stumped uh, because it just gives me more to chew. Um but this is, it just had that feeling that this guy knows exactly what he's doing. And he's, he's just, they're just good. And I have a feeling that we found the person that if somebody told Katerina that, you know, if Fred is Redington and somebody told Katerina that he was dead, I think we found out who did. I think it's, it's Frank. Yeah, Something about Frank is like he's he he knows Lisa's Masha. He knows Dom. He knows Red from childhood. They seem to have a very close relationship. He knows the wife. Um, it just seems. Um, there's a lot there. Yeah, and we don't have nearly enough to make. No, this was a setup episode. Yeah, this was a setup episode. Now we're going to see what happens with that information, and that will basically tell us what's going on because the task force is going after Matsuda. Masuda. The uh, no, I'm sorry. That yes, the task force is going after Masuda. Aram had that information, but he doesn't know what it means. And the stranger is going after him. So I wonder how that is going to go because now both sides, the stranger and the task force, are both tracking the same person. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I actually kind of like Frank. I like Frank a lot. He's great. Now, do you think he's going to survive all this? No. I don't either. Like, (laughs) I like him and I'm sad, but... (laughs) No, it's either he's going to die, or or he will go in a coma, or he just he will disappear. <laughs> Not another coma. Yeah. Please, no coma. Fake his death. Um, <sighs> yeah, he's no long for the world. That's for sure. Um, I, th- I also had another thing about now we know a, um, an alias that Blanca Terina had, Constant mm-hmm. Bruckner. Now that Constant and Constantine both are supposed to be Rostov and both are blonde and a Constance and Constantine that's the same name masculine and feminine form isn't that interesting hmm I think they're brothers they're siblings Constantine and her you mean siblings yeah siblings okay. no 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 brothers like they're he's, he's yeah. her brother 
I was say, are we getting into Red Arena here? <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? If one day you'll get to Red Arena, one day you'll get to Red Arena. But all the clues that I've seen, yes, there's some very heavy-handed um, red herrings. And I, I think that's exactly what it is. I think they know it's become a popular theory, and they are they do love playing Playing it thick. It's they going are. on with one of those trousers, like, when they do it in the in the walls just to leave, like, I don't know, like, big, thick things. That's that's how it's going. It's not heavy detail. It's just, here comes another Rarina clue. Take cover, because it's going to hit you on the oh, head. Oh, like a, a wrecking ball. Yeah, that could be too. You know, yeah. whatever heavy instrument that was that is going to if is it get a loaf for one of those German festivals when they feed like fifteen hundred people with one loaf of bread? Yeah, yeah, that's what they sound like when they hit you. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So what else do you have? Not a whole lot. Um, oh, what do you mean about all those kids being be negative? I think they're setting up wrestlers uh, arc like that. We're going back to blood. We're going back to be 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 blood, which is now wrestler uh, red, red and and uh, Constantine. He's is he's be positive red and wrestler and be negative. Um, let me ask you. Give me your chance that Red is actually related to Wrestler. I've heard that theory before. It'd be interesting. <laughs> I think Wrestler might twitch a little. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm your I'm your lost little uncle. Yeah, that would go over well. <laughs> that kind of family reunion. Um, <laughs> I I've heard that uh, tossed around before. I I'm not opposed to it. I. You and I've talked about quite a bit over over the time that we think that that Red was very specific in the task force he set up, not just with Liz. That Liz was the only one he called by name, but that he made sure that Sir. I mean, because we saw him do it with Samar, but mm -hmm. he made sure that the task force was made up of the people he wanted on there. Mm hmm. And so. Um, I, I think it'd be fascinating. I'm really looking forward to that episode. I love Russ. I, I've always felt like he needed... When is need, he coming? I don't know. Sometime. At some point. <laughs> so. And, spoiler alert, sorry. There's supposedly a Russ episode coming up. I mean, I don't know if that's really a spoiler. No, because um, it's like, we don't even know what it's about. Yeah, it's... Like, it's about wrestlers past. That's all we know. Um, I maybe it would be called Detroit. Uh, or Tommy Marking. Oh, gosh. You know, oh, years ago, a friend of mine who is a big wrestler fan, uh, she and I co-wrote a story with Tom and wrestler. I, I don't even remember at this point because it's been years since we wrote it. Where... Uh, where Tom got looped into helping wrestler track Tommy Mark and down. It was so much fun to write. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. I tell you, I think that, that, what do you think? Give me your, your, your do you think he's going to be called Tommy Marking or Detroit? Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, I hope we're going back to Tom. I don't even know if we're going back to Tommy Market. I hope so. 
I think that needs an answer. Um, I thought that needed an answer for a long time. But, uh, I, I will take most anything on Wrestler's Past. That, that sounds like I'm opening up a can of worms there. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I would love something. Oh, just because when you say that you want something, be careful. It's like making a wish with a genie. It could go for <laughs> something you don't really want and you didn't even think of. Um... No, I, I I would love to know more about Tommy Markin and Wrestler's father's death. Uh, we, there was that, and, and I don't believe it was a throwaway line either. I, I think it did a lot for his character. I think that it spoke a lot about him. And we've seen the folded flag that he keeps that presumably was his father's. Mm-hmm. Um and so yep. I, I hope that's what it is. Do you think that is, it's going to be the way he remembered that his father was a good cop and he was killed by a bad cop? Or you think that this being the blacklist, nothing will be as it seemed? <laughs> nothing is that simple. Especially with as far as wrestlers come into the gray at this point. It's, it's going to be complicated and it's going to be messy because that's like you just said, it's the blacklist. That's how they roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so not I'm excited sure that, for it. I mean, this is we're, we're getting a Michigan connection, which is a very interesting thing. Um, it just seems like there is a lot. I mean, all of Fred's childhood stories all seem to be centered. I mean, he had a uh, job, a summer job there, another summer job there. So at least his summer seemed to have been spent in theirs. Yeah, it's something coming up. I'm sure it's going to be interesting, and I have a feeling that it will nothing will be as it seems. Like for some reason, season seven, it gives me far more of an impression than any other season before. That nothing we're seeing is as it seems. I have a feeling that we're going to get one of those mirrors flipped, and suddenly everything we've seen is going to look very different. That's my thought. Do you have anything else? I really don't. Liz didn't have a great deal in this. I mean... We didn't see Blonde Cat? No. We heard about Birdie. Oh, yeah. We found the name of of, uh, Birdie. It's uh, Birdie Chernoff. No, yeah, I was going to say, Birdie's his, his real name. His name, right. He's going by Gregory Flynn. So, I mean, that's really all. Um, Kind of like the last couple of episodes. I think that and- it'll be one of those that we'll look back and we'll, we'll have more once we have more of the pieces. Yeah, we'll connect a lot more. Did, what did you make of Wrestler lying to Liz? Is this the second time he lied? Like, yeah, no, no, I didn't investigate anything. Nope. He's, uh, he must have Stark there because he's investing. So, yeah, he's well, lying. Um, I think it's exactly like that. I said that earlier that, you know, just like he did with Katarina when he was looking into it, I think that he knows about the, the medical report and that he's going to hold that back. Because honestly, sometimes with Liz, if you know she's going to fight you on it, I mean, Tom did it too. Tom held yeah. held all of his cars, ended up getting him killed. 
I'm not sure it would have done him much good if he told Liz because she just would have gone straight to Red. But, I mean, that was his response as well, was withhold information from her because she's kind of a wild card. I love her. I love her dearly. And if this woman doesn't get, you know, something of a, you know, hopeful ending, I'm going to riot loudly and obnoxiously. But... (laughs) So we've been... Very. Advised of... (laughs) Yes. It will not come as a <laughs> so surprise. Loud, so obnoxious. <laughs> no, there's no secret there. I will I will write if there's a hopeless ending for Liz. Um, but we've seen multiple people, and Red's done it as well, but withholding information from Liz because you can't always guarantee what direction she's going to go. Now, Is she going to stab you on the neck? Is she going to, to um, give you a kiss? Uh <laughs> Is she going to keep you prisoner or are you going to blame you for something that she knows she did? Like, did you put Red in prison, wrestler? Because I know you'll be very happy. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, yeah, no, it's me. Yeah, so it's it's Liz is a great character, but, I mean, anybody who thinks that she's reliable, it's uh, definitely doing drugs it shouldn't be doing. No, they don't I, go she's where, a wild they, card. And so that's I, I think that's why wrestler's keeping it from her. Yeah, definitely. Well, then I don't have anything else. I mean, it was a great episode. I loved it. I, it was it went fast. I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed um, the strangers parts. Um, now, now we have a name for him, Frank Bloom. And it's interesting that Bloom was the name of Sonia Bloom, the scientist that was doing something with the drugs. I knew I recognized it. Yeah. And then we're getting a lot of Franks lately, including uh, Naomi's husband and Frank yeah. Bloom. And there was more Franks. Oh, there is a Frank Masuda. There's a lot of Franks. Yep. Oh, that's all I've got. That's all I got, too. Like I it, s- was, uh, it was <laughs> not a very contentious episode. Yay. I mean, we needed those. We need those that kind of set the, the stage for what's going on. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can talk to us on Facebook, on Tumblr, and Twitter. And let us know if you want to, uh, if you want us to address something or talk to us. We always love hearing from yeah. you guys. And yeah, until next love week. Love hearing from you guys. All right. Bye bye. Bye.